Welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. How you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> early on your uh, side of the coast. Uh, a little early. I mean, for some people, it might be late. Who knows? Uh, you know, 10, 10, 20 a.m. You know, for some people, that might be middle of the day. Who knows? It's all relative. For me, it's it's not early. It's just early to get something like this started. Maybe right, right, right. A little earlier. It just forces me to do my morning routine a little bit quicker and a little bit earlier. You know, it really reminds me of fantasy football and having a free agent auction budget. It's like it's all relative. You know, if you don't have a hundred and eight dollars, you might not be able to get Damian Williams. Yeah. Yeah. But if you throw out $4, you might be able to get Khalil Herbert. Yeah, maybe. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. I, I, I'm still confused about the connection, but I'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, just that it's all relative, you know, like one, oh. <laughs> one man's, uh, one man's early or one man's expensive <laughs> is one man's late or cheap. There you go. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's a long way to get there. Yeah. But hey, really. I appreciate it. Now Doesn't that, now really you, work. Yeah. Now you took the extra couple minutes to explain it to me. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Good. Well, we're nothing if not uh, long-winded. Shit, you know, th that's not true at all either. And I just want to say, like, let's congratulate ourselves for doing an episode a week so far. <laughs> I'm patting, I'm patting myself on the back right yeah now. me too big pat on the back this yeah. has uh been impressive impressive is... we're like we're like cal ripkin <laughs> <laughs> i just took i just took a drink of water and i literally almost spit it everywhere <laughs> oh, what All a right. way to start this bad boy out yeah so uh, exciting, exciting weeks. Um, I'm one in three in the Tyler Perry League. This uh, week, week four could not have gone any worse for me. Basically across the board, I lost all my bets. Basically everything I said on last week's show was 100% wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was it was uh, bizarro week for me. I it can't get any worse. Um, I, had I'm, bad, I had a bad week yeah. as well. I had a yeah. bad week as well. I mean, I, my team played well. Um, like I started off on Sunday, the 10 a.m. games. I had Hertz, Taylor, um, DJ Moore, and um, who else did I have? Devonta uh, Smith. Mm -hmm. So all four of those guys popped off. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Meanwhile, she had like Dak and uh Mahomes and Cordell Patterson who just couldn't stop scoring I was just like <laughs> this guy it's like the thing about him is like I I don't like I want to hate him because he just beat me this week and because he never did this for the Bears but then I start to really think maybe this goes to show how bad of a coach Nagy is here he had this guy and he didn't know how to utilize him he goes oh. to Atlanta and this guy's like this guy's amazing yeah. 
Yeah, it's a little I mean, bit of an indictment on Nagy, but also Cordero Patterson's 30 years old. Like he's been in the league for a long time. They've tried to get him going in a million different ways. And, you're right. Uh, you're right. You know, I should it, hate Cordell Patterson too. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck him. You know, if if uh, we expected the guy who who gets the the ball tip typically throughout his career to uh, have a better season than Cordero Patterson, who's been a wonderful kick returner, but that's basically it. Basically in the about league. it. Like I mean, no Nagy, one would have predicted this. No, yeah, Nagy tried to utilize him in the offense, but it was mainly just for like fourth and short to just try to run him straight up the middle and get stopped. That's exactly like the play you would always go do. And I'm like, all right, cool. Terrible coach. Right. Yeah. There was like but, 10 but years yeah, ago. I mean, do you, I don't know if you recall 10 years ago, I think it was Matthew Berry was touting Corderell Patterson as a fourth round fantasy pick. I don't know if you remember those oh, days. Yeah. I don't know if it was 10 oh, yeah. years ago, but oh, maybe yeah. eight. When, he, when he first came to, when he first came to league, people were like, he's going to be able to run it. He's going to be able to catch. It. He's going to be able to return it. He's so fast. He's so, and he's big, he's big. So he can break tackles. And it's just like, it just never came about. And then all of a sudden he gets to Atlanta and now he's, you got to start him every week now. And it's the only thing that's working in Atlanta's offense. <laughs> I hate it. I hate yeah. It. Well, uh, you know, you have yeah, to. Figure. I lost. I lost. I lost by four point two points or four point uh, one points uh, because Cordell Patterson's three touchdowns, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I, I was touting Jalen Waddle all week, and yeah. he's pretty much the reason I lost. If I started pretty much anyone else, I would have won. <laughs> Ironically, if I started Mike Davis, I win the game last uh, week. That's this is his name. Kind of a, a ball buster. Yeah, name. it's it's still haunting him. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I don't think I would have started anybody. Like, I if I would have started McKissick or um, – well, so I have um, – uh Latavius Murray if I would have started either one of those over Melvin Gordon I would have won but like in terms of the matchup in terms of just everything you just wouldn't have done that you just wouldn't have done it now now this week I would start Latavius Murray over Melvin Gordon right uh because he now looks like the guy there right Right. And Gordon, I think, is is a little banged up this week. I'm not sure what's going on there. He was a little banged up last week, but it was still like the matchup was very enticing. And like, you know, you didn't know Teddy Bridgewater was going to go down. Um, Also, you figure like Drew Lux seems like one of the better backups in the league, but he didn't play terrible, but didn't play great. Um, So, yeah, I just don't want a part of that offense this week, especially they're playing a pretty good run defense. So, yeah, I'd much rather play Latavius Murray, I think. Right. Yeah. Denver is at Pittsburgh this week. Not a great matchup for, uh, yeah. for the offense. Yeah. Coming off a loss. Right. I, I, and it's, it's just good defense in Pittsburgh and uh, drew Locke, Like he's really not afraid to throw it, which is kind of good. Maybe with a week of preparation, if he's the guy this week, which I don't even know. Um, but you know, maybe Sutton gets peppered a little bit, but yeah, I don't know about anything else in that offense. Um, Hard to inclu- trust. Yeah. Including Locke. Um, the Broncos have a huge home field advantage, you know, when they're away and this week they're away in Pittsburgh, you know, I just, uh, I don't know that, that it's, they're set up too well. I, I basically wouldn't bet against Denver at any point if they're home, you know, that home field advantage is, is pretty intense. Yeah. And should anybody listen to you at this point? Well, that's another, uh, argument altogether. <laughs> 
mean, <laughs> I, w- I would argue that uh, we got a lot right this offseason and, and preseason and season to this point. But, uh, you know, things tend to course correct, especially if we were so ex- well, especially me. So extremely wrong last week. I feel like this has to course correct <laughs> at some point. You would hope so. I mean, either that or I've completely lost my touch, which that's a possibility too. I have been getting, getting way into trading cards, which is really (laughs) exciting. I gotta be honest. It's and, and it's kind of exciting for me too. It's exciting for me too, because I just get updates. Everyone just like (laughs) out of the blue, I'll just get an update. Like whether it's a picture of a card you got or, 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 or or a card you found online, that's a good deal or some packs that you found. Like you're like, Oh, I got a box coming a packs. I'm going to open them up this weekend. I get so excited for you. And, and it, uh, you know, you can really combine interests with fantasy sports a little bit because, you know, here I'm holding up three rookie cards, two Justin Herberts and one Joe Burrow rookie card. And these are good cards. Like these are, these are fantasy players that, uh, you can't, you know, you, you can't really trade for in a super flex league. Now they'd cost a lot. Um, yeah, but yeah. for the card market, like, I feel like if these guys turn out to be what we think they can be, which is sort of the next generation of great quarterbacks in the league. Absolutely. Absolutely. These cards are dirt cheap right now. Buy them up. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That's and the, the rookie cards are the one to have too. Yeah, for sure. And you know, one thing that's confusing to me, uh, being, being someone who was really into sports cards in the late eighties and early nineties. And now I'm back a little bit is, uh, these new cards, they're just tough to track. There's a, like a hundred different rookie cards for Joe Burrow and Justin <laughs> Herbert. There's a, yeah. Yeah. There's a, a clear one. There's a patch one. I should, uh, I should hook you up with my buddy. He's really into it. He'd be able to tell you the ones that like are going to be worth something because like there's all these different brands, there's all these different, you know, but he kind of knows like the ones to kind of really look out for and the ones that he sees are going to go up in value and stuff. So maybe I'll put the two of you together. He's, he's yeah, in the maybe. as well. Good, good. I've, I've really been thinking about doing a, a, a podcast, a card podcast, and uh, and just kind of bounce around and, and talk to different people in the landscape. And uh, I mean, here's the thing. I, I hesitated a few weeks ago when I thought, when I kind of had this idea, and uh, I was like, oh, is this just going to be a, a, a passing obsession for me? Like one of these things that I'm <laughs> really obsessed with for like a couple of weeks or months, and then it goes. But I think it's here to stay, at least temporarily. It's here uh, to so stay. I, That's good to know. <laughs> At least temporarily at least for the next year i think it's it's here to stay anyway it's a year-long obsession at least let's give it a year and see where it goes you know okay all right i'm gonna make all a play right. i've been selling cards on ebay um that's pretty fun i've i've sold a couple hundred dollars in cards so far and yeah making money is good yeah, yeah. making money is good it's mostly all profit because i found my old cards from the late 80s and 90s um, and some of them are worth something. Some of them you aren't got them graded. You got them graded. I've gotten some of them graded. Yeah. Which is, you know, part of the experience of, uh, sort of getting back into this, learning how, uh, important that is. Cause that wasn't a thing when I was, uh, into cards in the late eighties and early nineties, like it just started graded cards, but, uh, so here we are. Here we are. <laughs> anyway, um, buy your burrows and Herberts, buy them cheap. You could still get rookies raw for a few bucks on eBay. Might as well do that or buy them graded, save you the time and money. You know, you can get them for basically five bucks plus the cost of getting it graded. So maybe take a shot there. Anyway, yeah, again, there we go. There we go. Let's move on.
<laughs> Damian Williams, Adam, as a Bears fan, don't break down the Bears' chances this week, but break down how there's don't, don't, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> the skill position players. I have no idea yeah. how to, how they're going to do uh, because I I after watching the Raiders last week, I have no idea what that team's going to do either. Um, but. Uh, I, I mean, Damian Williams has always been good. Like, I mean, he was great with the Chiefs when they won the Super Bowl. Um, he looked good last week when he came in to spell Montgomery and then eventually took over when M- Montgomery got banged up. Um, the fact that Montgomery's going to be out four to five weeks, I like the idea of it, but it, it also it worries me a little bit because of what happened, albeit like a really good defense, but what happened the weekend before against the Browns where they could get nothing going. So my fear with Damian Williams is that there might be a game or two. And let's say he only has four to five games of starting because they say Montgomery's out four to five weeks. There could be a week or two where he doesn't do much. So you spent, you you spent a lot of money, you, you know, invest a lot in this guy. Yeah. It might be worth it, especially if you're light on running backs, because he's going to be the starter there. But like I told you, I'm, I'm excited to see what uh, Khalil Herbert does because I think in those games where the, maybe the bears don't do much offensively, they start getting blown out a little bit. I think Herbert gets some more action. Now would right. I start Herbert right away? Absolutely not. Like, I don't even know if you will start at all. You're, you will be startable the next four to five weeks, but it's a shot. It's a lottery ticket. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Especially, like I said, if you're light at running back, I, he, he's one of the better backups in the league, I would say. And he looked really good out there with the offense with Justin Fields. Now Justin Fields is definitely the starter there. Uh, and, and and they looked really good last week you yeah. know, against the Lions defense. That's not very good. You know, not terrible, but not very good. And keep in mind, Damian Williams, I, I got to look up his age because he's no Spruce Goose. He's uh, he's 29. <laughs> but he doesn't uh, have a lot of mileage. He doesn't have a ton of mileage on, on um that's a good point, but most running backs at 29 are way past their prime. This is a guy who came into the league in 2014. He hasn't missed a lot of time historically, but he did take last season off due to COVID. He he actually opted out. He looked fresh. He looked fresh out there last week. He looked really fresh out there last week. Um, That's certainly an argument. I mean, but he's never been given uh, a big workload. He's only been given over 100 carries in a single season once in his, uh, what's that, seven-year career so far. Yeah, and that's why I think Herbert can hold some value there because I don't think Damian Williams is going to be called to carry the ball 25 times. It'll be interesting this week. The Raiders don't have like a great defense. Their run defense is okay. Like I think, I mean, Eckler made him look silly last week. He was just run straight through the middle against him. So it'll be interesting to see. I think he definitely has value this week. I think this week Damian Williams may, may be the most value he has over the next several weeks but yeah um the other thing with the bears is Nagy's not calling the plays uh their their offensive coordinator bill laser was calling the plays last week that's why they look so good so he's going to be calling the plays again this week so maybe that game against the browns was an anomaly and maybe they'll you know, be a good offense. And in that case, Damian Williams has a lot of value the next four to five weeks and when Montgomery comes back. Yeah, that's true. And so let's take a quick look at their schedule. The Bears go to Las Vegas in week five, and then they host the Packers in week six, and then they go to Tampa Bay in week seven, which is 
uh, sort of exactly what you were talking about. One of these run stopping defenses that, um, you know, you probably wouldn't start anyone, any running back against if you can uh, live, you know, if you can choose anyone else, basically. And then they, then they host San Francisco and then go to Pittsburgh. So a couple of good matchups. I think Vegas is a good matchup. Green Bay is a good matchup because teams tend to run the ball versus Green Bay. San Francisco is kind of a good matchup, but at Tampa at Pittsburgh, and then a bye the following week in week 10, not great. So really you got like three out of the next four weeks of someone that possibly. yeah yeah possibly three out of the next four weeks like you could expect something nice <laughs> you could but yeah it's dicey could, maybe but, yeah. but what is. else it are you is. saving but your money for at back. this point yeah if you're lying on running back uh i'm glad that i didn't have to spend 108 dollars on him um, yeah. i don't think i ever would have spent that much um I think there's going to be some more value. There's going to be more valuable players on the waiver wire. Somebody that I'm a little, I actually picked up in one league. That's like a deep league is Marlon Mack. Mm -hmm. I can see him getting traded somewhere. I mean, they've already said they want, you know, are open to trading him. He seems open to doing a trade. And they sort of uh, gave him some extra run last week. They gave him 10 carries and one reception, I believe. No, he did not do much. No, but but they Which had isn't both. encouraging. But <laughs> no, but I would be interesting to see him going to another offense, and 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 uh, and the Colts' offensive line is a little banged up. But yeah, it would be interesting to see where I'm. I'm not necessarily saying pick him up, but like tracking him a little bit to see kind of where he might land up. Is he could line up in a position that could be really good for him? And, for and maybe sure. like a, a, a new start because look at it from his point of view, not saying that he was running this way, but like he's the odd man out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you think he's gonna bust in the holes and get injured for this team? Uh, I don't know. Not at this point. Um, not after last year. He's got a one-year contract. He uh speaking of guys with oh, miles on their you know tires, yeah, like he's yeah. kind of one of those too. He got some run when he first came into the league. He looked really good, flashed, but couldn't stay on the field. And then he went down last season um, early. He was supposed to be the lead guy as Taylor developed as a rookie last season, but Mac went down for the season and uh and it was really Achilles, which is which yeah. is a tough one, which is a tough one, but um he could also just be that he could be done too who knows um but but a guy a guy i'd like to put a pin in in terms of like guys that might have some value down the road on the waiver wire i think that's a really good call and i think especially if you're a jonathan taylor owner i feel like you've got nothing to lose because if you pick mac up for a week or two because the trade deadline is soon it's sometime in october but if you pick him up for a week or two and maybe he gets traded or god forbid jonathan taylor goes down you know goes down knock yeah, on wood yeah but, Jesus. but that would be some <laughs> let's let's shut up about that <laughs> even as a naheem hines owner if you have uh, him, you know, you could, he, he would potentially fit in if Heinz got hurt, knock on wood, same situation there. You're not rooting for that, but it's a reality. There's 17 games. Sure. Sure. But they, I mean, they have come out saying they have come out, they have come out saying that, you know, they are open to trading him too. So, yeah. Um, so that's a guy, yeah, I think in terms of like guys that might have waiver wire value, you know, who I really liked um, watching that San Diego Oakland game was uh, Roundtree. Uh, I like the way he ran, um, and like he could be really valuable if Eckler goes down. 
Yeah. Larry Roundtree. That's right. He is yeah. a rookie. Um, yeah. He's looked pretty good so far in the league and, and that's correct. He's uh, sort of a backup, I guess, for the chargers. I think the chargers have a lot of running backs over there. They have Justin Kelly, right. They've got Justin Jackson and Josh. Justin Jack- yeah. Justin Jackson. I, I like him too. And I think if uh, Eckler goes down, I think him and Roundtree have some uh, really good value over there, but I do. I did like the way Roundtree was running. I think I like uh, Jackson is more of a pass catching back. Uh, he, he catches the ball pretty well. But uh, it was just something I noticed, and I was like, huh, that's a guy, another guy I'd like to put a pin in and kind of keep an eye on. Um, obviously, if Eckler goes down, it might be too late. You'd have to, you know, exhaust your whole free agency budget maybe. But um, Well, yeah, what else are you saving it for at this point? You know, I true. always say well, get rid of it. I mean, it is, it is week five. It is week <laughs> five. It's a long season. Yeah, but I, I mean, I just think there's more benefit in getting rid of it early because you, there's two reasons, you, you, three reasons, I guess. You get the better player in theory, right? You get a good player if you spend a lot of your money early. You get him on your team and you don't, you play a little bit of defense and keep him away from other people, even yeah. if you're, say, running back rich um, and you go for a running back. And uh, the other thing is you have them longer. I mean, it's that, that's a simple one. You just, you have them longer. Like as these days go by, these waiver auction dollars are getting less and less valuable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I just haven't seen anybody that has been on the waiver wire that I've been like, Oh, I need to spend money on this guy. Or, or I was like, Oh, it's worth getting rid of so-and-so or whatever. Cause you know, sure. I've been playing the, yeah. I've been playing the two defense game, you know what I mean? Oh boy. Yeah. A dangerous yeah. game it is yeah, a dangerous no. game but like i haven't even i've been i haven't had anybody that i've been like really blown me away that i was like oh well, i want to get rid because i have the cardinals and the ravens defense and i always i feel like both of them like in terms of how their schedules line up they'd be two good defenses to have throughout the year uh i haven't even seen a guy that was like oh yeah this is a guy drop for one of these defenses this is a guy that looks like i should drop my defense for him my second defense yeah, I mean that's why I'm saying it. It's like if, if they can't even blow, if they can't even make me want to drop my second defense, like then they must not be that good. <laughs> it's got to be the title of this episode in some way. Drop your second, <laughs> guys, to drop your second defense for. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, um, Khalil Herbert well, is he, so he's not a guy you drop your second defense for. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. I mean, like. I just haven't I just haven't seen anybody that I've been really like, oh, I gotta have him. You know what I mean? Right. Like last think, year when when McCaffrey went down, I was like, oh, I gotta have Mike Davis. And I yeah. like spent a lot of money on him, which was a great call. Uh, but yeah, like, I, haven't se- I haven't seen that guy. Right. The year before, I think it was Philip Lindsay, and uh, I think I spent ninety dollars on him or something like that very after week one. Um, I think I forget who went got hurt at that point, but so, um that was Freeman? that maybe it might've been actually, or that might've been two, two or three seasons ago. I can't remember, but it was whenever Lindsay broke onto the scene that worked really well to spend your money on that. James Robinson actually worked a little bit last year. Although I think, um, you know, some people picked him up before he was a huge waiver darling in, in some leagues. Um, but you know, this year it was Williams so far for me, it was Damian Williams. That's why I actually bid the second most in our league. I bid like $95 for him. Um, because I thought he, you know, even those three out of the next four games, like I needed him for that. That would have been, that would have been great to have him as an option 
Um, you know, I definitely would have played him this week over uh, Mike Davis, who's been pretty shitty. But again, I think that's going to course correct at some point. Cordero Patterson cannot keep that shit up. No. No. Oh, God, I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> uh, would you drop your second defense for Patterson? Yeah. I mean, he just fucking scored 37 points on me this week. Yeah, I would. Oh, man, that's terrible. But um, uh, speaking of going back to your boy Waddle, uh, uh, how about Devontae Parker? Uh, you, you shat on him earlier in the year, and now he looks like the, he looks like the guy there. Well, I mean, let me just throw this back into your court. Jacoby Brissett sucks, and he can't get the ball to anyone. Besides Devontae Barker. Devontae Barker had a great week last week. Seventy, I think he had 77 yards and a touchdown. This is not a great week. He had four catches on nine targets, so less than 50% uh, completion rate. Okay. 77, 77 yards and a touchdown. So, yes, the oh, output ended up being really good okay. Week. Good luck. Good luck getting anything out of him consistently when, when you expect it. Good luck with that. When I, when I expect it. Take the name off of his back, and he's no different than Juju Smith-Schuster, Henry Ruggs. I have him. I have no him different too. Than, I know. I'm looking at your team. He's no no different uh, than Waddle. He's no different than Antonio Brown. Like, you know, just another one of those guys who will have a good week here or there. But, again, good luck predicting I mean, it. he hasn't – from week to week, his, his, uh, he's in a PPR league. He went 12.1, not bad. 9.2, 8.2, Only one of those games is good. The others are bullshit. You, you know, you're not going to, you're going to reach for more upside. Sure, sure. But I'm saying as your fifth wide receiver, that production's not that bad. Well, this week, and this is why we're talking about him again, is because he's a fucking waiver wire guy. <laughs> um, and and I think he's a great start as a, uh, for this week. You know, Against Tampa Bay. Yeah. At Tampa Bay. It's a great matchup. Fuller's out. Uh, Waddle will probably get more targets this week. And for the record, I think he had the, his whole stat line in the first quarter last week. I don't know what happened the rest just, of the game on Waddle. Uh, <laughs> but dude, uh, he, knew, he knew you were talking him up. He got nervous. <laughs> he got nervous. Fucking asshole. He's like, uh, he's like that Polari kid. He's talking yeah. me up, even though you're much older than him. He yeah. called me the yeah. Polari kid. Thank you for calling me the kid in this instance. I'm at least 20 years older than Jim yeah. Waddle. <laughs> Uh, too much too much hype on him uh uh, but but yeah i mean i'm i'm starting him this week over juju at least right now yeah i actually picked him up in one league um to start him i can't i mean like at this point like after last week i can't start juju or big bad right jesus what a mess over there what a mess over there yeah big ben looks big bad yeah and it was just so weird because like last year he wasn't amazing but he still was good like he still had good numbers in terms of fantasy but this year he just looks broken yeah i think he's i think the writing's on the wall he's done and did you hear rogers talking about uh how much he loves mike tomlin after the uh the steelers game last week no i didn't it seems like he's trying to uh get an offer for himself uh over to pittsburgh after the season obviously Uh. i think Everybody, not just us, uh, on these airwaves, know that Big Ben is probably yeah. done. It's been, it's been. People for weeks have now been talking about it, and yeah, he's done. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Uh, although he seems like a scumbag, so not that sad. <laughs> it's not that sad. Yeah, yeah he, I'm sure he's made plenty of money, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's sad for the other guys on that team because they have some good young players, and it's just like 
you get on this team, you're like, oh, this legend, you know, a Hall of Famer, Big Ben. And you're like, oh, my God, this guy belongs in the fucking old folks home. Right. And speaking of your boy, Juju Smith-Schuster, what in the world was he thinking? He apparently took less money and an offer from the fucking Kansas City Chiefs to play with Mahomes to come back to Pittsburgh to take a one-year play. At, you know, I thought it was deal I, th- I thought it was the I thought it was the Ravens. No, he supposedly got not well claim per him or his agent or whatever. He had a, an opportunity to play with Mahomes. I mean, it could have been the Ravens too. I mean, he's a young guy. He's like 24. I'm sure a lot of teams would want Juju Smith Schuster. Oh, I think it was. I think it was just one of those cases he liked playing and was willing to come back i guess so that really looks bad for him now but you're right i mean put rogers on that team and you've got like you got a pretty nasty offense let me just say or even a capable quarterback someone who's not afraid to throw the ball and you know can can not make too many mistakes say tyler heineke heineke you know you got a probably a nine win team or maybe a 10 win team and right now i think with big ben they got maybe six or seven i don't know Tomlin's a good coach still. Yeah. They still have good pieces, yeah. good defense, but Big Ben cannot elevate They're them. Wide receivers, wide receivers are great. Or running backs, great. Yeah, imagine if Aaron Rodgers went there. Man, shit. They probably win another. They probably win a couple Super Bowls with that team. Because those guys are all young. Those guys are all super young. Yeah. Um, I think you know. Then what they would have to do is like go in on the offseason, patch up their offensive line a little bit. And man, if that I happened. Mean, this is a good time to buy Chase Claypool low in Dynasty, I think. Yeah. Uh, because if that were to happen, like he could turn into big, you know, uh, Rogers is Devontae Adams in Pittsburgh, you know, and I, I'm not so sure about Deontay Johnson. I know he gets targeted a lot by Big Ben, but I don't know if that would be the same with um, Rogers and his efficiency rate is just not great. Juju's a great talent, um, yeah. so, but, but, but he's on his last, the last year of his deal. He only signed a one year deal. So really if you can get Claypool late, uh, like real cheap right now in a dynasty, that's a pretty good it's movie. Kind of speculation that that could potentially happen. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And Claypool's I mean, good. I mean, either way, Claypool's good. And I don't think, I don't think Pittsburgh is going to go like another year or having some like joke of a quarterback, um, you know, like, you know, when big Ben went down the other year, they didn't have anybody coming in that was worth anything. So like, they got to get somebody that's going to be worth something. I doubt that they'll just go a year with having some sort of rookie situation. I don't know. I don't think so because they haven't made any plans whatsoever. I mean, the, the most planning they've made was, uh, picking up Dwayne Haskins who, uh, <laughs> you know, who was out there for anyone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're not they're They weren't planning beyond Ben. Maybe they were planning to just go after a veteran, which, you know, actually has seemed to work. <laughs> Look what happened to Tom Brady. Look what happened to Sam Darnold. I mean, this has actually worked um, in the league this season. So there's more than one way well, to and Bridgewater skin a cat. And Denver. Right. So more than one ways to win some games, win a division yeah. perhaps. Yeah. And then get some value to those offensive pieces because right now it's just so hard to predict the weeks that they'll play well. And they can't seem to get the running game going all that much. No. Um, well, I've got to run here in a minute or two. Is there any other player or any other scenario you would like to talk about this week? I'm trying to think of like people that I'm still like waiting to break out, you know, like yeah. guys, guys that you're, um, you're guys kind you of drop like, your second defense for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or just guys that you have on your bench that you're kind of waiting 
to break out. Is there anybody that comes to mind for you? Well, what about Josh Gordon? I saw that he um, he's actually yeah, been getting some... he's on the Chiefs. He's going to be on the <laughs> Chiefs. Yeah, I, I don't I just can't trust that. Yeah, it's interesting. I'll, uh, I'll wait to see um, it, I, you know, and yeah. I, I think I, I'm much more likely to pick up a running back that's got a chance than a receiver at this point. I just feel like there's a lot of guys like a Devontae Parker or a Sammy Watkins that you can just get on the waiver wire anytime you need them to start. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't know if he's, yeah, I just don't know if he has any value. Like, I don't know if he'll ever like really see the field all that much. I mean, he's 30. Um, he was a great talent when he was young, but like he's but hasn't really played a ton. Like I don't, I don't know if there's any value. I guess if you're, you know, needing wide receiver help, he's somebody that you know would be interesting. It's kind of um, interesting, yeah. Now, maybe not a drop your second defense for. Um, no, I don't know about that one. <laughs> but um, he is, uh, he's kind of interesting in that he's playing with the high flying Chiefs, Chiefs and uh, Pat Mahomes. I mean, simply. Uh, that's wouldn't, that's always enticing it is yeah and i mean they've never really developed an, a, another wide receiver over there beyond tyree kill who can get shut down at times and yeah what's his those, face never really materialized um nicole hardman or nicole oh yeah hardman or pringle um, or you know several other guys out there that yeah never really materialized oh you know what you know a guy that i'm a little intrigued on and you know has been getting more and more targets as the weeks have gone on is van jefferson on on the ramps i like him he might be a he might be a a guy that's uh you know boomer bust but or maybe even an injury away from being a consistent boom for sure. In that case, uh, I would say if he was elevated to the first or second receiver, he would be um, right now. He's kind of yeah. 2.5 would behind you? Robert Woods. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, your boy, your boy, uh, Cooper Cup, he's been pretty amazing. Cooper Pup has been uh, yeah, nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Cooper Pup Cooper this Pup, year uh, is the truth. Also, is, is AJ Green for real? um he's been getting literally every game has gotten six targets and the first week he didn't do much with it but he's had uh two receptions for 25 was week one three for 44 and a touchdown week two week three five for 112 and then week four five for 67 and a touchdown I mean, he's one of those guys where there's so much volume there in Arizona that you kind of got to own him. And, um, and even with their tight end, Max Williams, like there's some leftover for him. So I feel like with Hopkins, with what Kirk has been doing this year with Rondale Moore there and yeah, there's just so much Williams, chase Edmonds. These people are all targets, but they're throwing the ball a ton. So I mean, own them all. Like some of these people are going to get hurt. And then Rondale, yeah. Rondale Moore would be an absolute stud if AJ Green and Christian Kirk, for example, got hurt. Yeah, I have him in a league. I'm excited. I like him. I, um, and then, I, you know, do you, what do you make of uh, this Randall uh, two touchdown week? Do you think that's an outlier or do you think now they're back in rhythm and he might be uh, a little bit more valuable? Well, even when they were in rhythm in both of those players' heydays, like he had weeks like this and then he would disappear for a week. That's, you know, Randall Cobb. That's kind of the player he is. And I think yeah. Rogers is smart. He goes to the guys who are open and he's going to yeah. do that again. You know, yeah. Adams didn't, Devonte Adams didn't have a big game, 
Um, and it kind of came because Randall Cobb was had a better matchup, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the other guy I'm, you know, paying attention to, uh, Brandon Bolden, um, mm-hmm. in terms of having some, uh, running back depth is that's always hard to thing to have, like now with James White gone, um, and, and Mac Jones seeming, seemingly getting better and better as week to week. Um, he's a guy that, that I think might, you know, continue to have some value because, you know, he's been in that system. He's a good player. Um, and if you yeah. can be like a poor man's James White in that system I with Mac Jones getting and with Mac Jones getting better and better week to week, um, yeah. he might be a guy that could be pretty valuable, especially heading into the fantasy playoffs. And they throw the ball uh, so frequently and just short. Um, and so, yeah, if Bolden is to stay in that role and get the targets that James White was getting, he's going to have almost as much value as James White had because he's not as good. Yeah. Um, but this is another old running back, just someone I'm not like relying on a lot, though could definitely be a useful starter in your RB2 spot in a PPR league uh, For sure. several times in the next few weeks, maybe. For sure. And you, what, what do you feel about uh, Jacoby Myers? Do you think he can end the year as like maybe like a top 15 wide receiver? I don't know about top 15, but he's definitely getting targets. I mean, he's not a bad player. Um, it really depends on how much. Tons of targets the last couple yeah. weeks. Depends how much they let Mac Jones loose. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Enjoy week five. I hope you win money, unlike what happened to me last week.